0: Welcome to Kingdom Life Embassy. We're so glad you chose to tune in to another power-packed message by Dr. Maxwell Holland. If you are enjoying these podcasts, then connect with him on Facebook at Maxwell Holland. Thanks again for joining us. We hope you enjoy today's message. Glory be to God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you. What a glorious time to be alive, to be found in the body of Christ. What an awesome day it is to remember the death, the burial and the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In the midst of a pandemic across the globe, here we are still serving God. The church has left the building and the church is in your house. And it's a great joy to be with you this morning to come right into your living rooms and right into fellowship with you where you are at. I praise the Lord for this moment for all that is done for all that he's doing. Won't you just pray with me this morning? Let's get into the word this morning as we celebrate the death, the burial and resurrection of our Savior. Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you this morning for your Son and our Savior. It is a great joy, my God, as we come, as we humble ourselves before a thrice holy God, a God who is the champion of the universe, who is all-knowing, who is all-powerful, who is always present, who knows the need of every heart and every mind. Father, what a joy. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for the revelation and the spirit of understanding to come upon every single one of us, my Father. I pray that you touch, heal, and deliver every single one in their homes this morning. I pray that the sick will be raised, my God, from that sick bed. I pray that the peace will come on a troubled mind and that where there's any disturbance, the comfort of the Holy Spirit will come, Lord. But I pray for the spirit of understanding to come upon the church. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The revelation in the knowledge of you, my God. It is the people who know that God will be strong and do great exploits. We give you all the praise and we give you all the glory on this beautiful morning, my God. That we can be reminded about the greatness of your plan for all mankind. That you so loved the world. That you sent your only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him should not perish. But have everlasting life. We give you all the praise and we give you all the glory. What a mighty God we serve. Come on, just where you are right now. Or you just lift your hands and begin to praise the Lord. Come on, thank him this morning for the blood. Thank him this morning for his wisdom. Because God is a supreme strategist. That's what you've discovered this week, that God is a supreme strategist. It is the week that changed the world. It is the week that changed everything. That even the calendar says that it is 10 years 20 years a.d after the death of jesus christ it changed the whole world won't you magnify the god who the god that you serve he is full of wisdom he has all strategies he has the mind that he knows exactly what he's doing he's sovereign And in all he's doing in the midst of this pandemic, we're believing that God is sovereign. He is the God who understands. Come on, somebody say amen this morning. Come on, bless him this morning. Come on, praise him this morning. Come on, magnify the Lord with me this morning. David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will forever be upon my lips. He's an awesome God. Thank, thank him this morning for the blood. Thank him this morning for the blood. God bless you this morning. Thank you for coming in. Please share this on your timeline with somebody that needs to hear the truth of God's word, that somebody needs to have faith built in their hearts and that the spirit of understanding will come upon them because that's our heart's desire. That's our cry. This is my desire for us in this season. It's, it's an awesome time to be alive and I want you to also just do one more thing. You need to prepare because we're going to have communion today. We're going to have the understanding of the power of communion and what it means for your home and your life in the season and the power of what it means. What a, what a mighty God we serve. What a credible God we serve. When we're studying scriptures and we're going through the word of God, you see the power of his wisdom operating throughout the ages. Throughout the ages. What a mighty God we serve. So I'm asking you this morning to prepare. Please have your communion elements. If you don't have juice, find a cracker, take a piece of bread, have some water, but let's touch and agree, and we're going to see the power of what it means on this precious day. I'm reading, uh, this Passover is really, really different, right? And it's, it, it's, uh, it's so in God's wisdom that through this pandemic and across the globe, that everybody would be now sitting in their homes. And many people will, number one, be panicking and they're confused. Others would be and for the majority of those in the body of Christ who have understanding, it is a time of rejoicing and a time of celebration because we, they, it, it was during this time when a plague hit the earth that, that God instituted what we call the Passover. How powerful and full of wisdom is God? It was in the middle of a plague that God gives Moses an instruction to institute the Passover. It's found in Exodus chapter 12. And what Moses said, he says, this is the final plague that is in the earth, and you're going to move after this. And that's already prophetic for this message and for Sunday mornings, to so understand that you're in a season where God is getting ready to move you. This is what it was all about. God was about to move them out of bondage, move them out of, out of an economic system that kept them in bondage, and he was going to freeze people completely. He said, let my people go, and Pharaoh wouldn't listen. So the final plague, it, was, it is in the middle of this plague that God says, now give the people an instruction to go to their homes. Normally on an Easter weekend or Passover weekend, people on the beaches celebrating, taking time away from work, so busy with their schedules. And now, now everybody's in their homes. And now the word can come to somebody to get understanding in their homes. This is exactly what God had done. So this Passover is exactly like the first Passover that was instituted. Glory be to God. You are living in the middle of this. God is doing something very significant in the earth for your life and for mine. And so God institutes this and he says, now teach this to your children. And then use this as an ordinance to use it every single year. Every single year you need to take the time. In this time, you're coming into a new calendar. You're coming into a new economy. You're coming into a new priority. And I'm now going to tell you that every single year you need to celebrate this Passover. And so when when Jesus comes onto the scene, um, we're now seeing that as a Jewish boy, he's been celebrating the Passover all these years. 33 years in the earth and he's accustomed to having celebrated the Passover. Now listen how important this is. We are in Luke chapter 22 and verse 14. Jesus gathers his disciples. It is the time that he's going to the cross. It is this week that has changed the world. And now comes the power of this Passover. Listen to what he says. He says, when the hour had come, he sat down, and the 12 apostles with him. Then he said to them, With fervent desire, I've desired to eat this pass over. Glory be to God. With you. He says, before I suffer, for I say to you, I will no longer eat of it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Glory be to God. So he's saying... Uh, remember there are types and shadows in, 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 in the scripture. When you're dealing with the Old Testament, it's types and shadows of what, what, what this is really all about. It is about it is about God speaking to a people and giving them a shadow, but they're missing the substance. So he's speaking to them in types and shadows, but he's always pointing to the day that this week would come. Glory be to God. It was all about this week. And so Jesus says, having studied the scriptures, having understood now the reason for his existence and the purpose for why he came and the cause for why he was born, he's sitting and he's having this final meal with his disciples and he says, with fervent desire, I desire this moment. He says, I know I've been born for this hour. I've been come into the kingdom for a time such as this. He says, I've studied the Passover, and I have now finally discovered that I am the lamb that God is going to go and sacrifice. And from today, the Passover is not going to be like it was before ever again. Because what was in the shadow, we're now going to experience the substance thereof. Glory be to God. Oh my, my God, what, what a word, what a word. He says, he's sitting there, he says, the next time we're going to have communion. The next time we're going to come together, it's going to shift out of what we call the Passover and it's going to come into a place of where we're going to be able to have communion together in my kingdom. It's going to be a brand new experience. It's going to be something that has never been experienced before. He says with fervent desire. He was in a the, in, in the, in the time when he's anxious about the weekend, saying, God, if this cup can pass, my father, he's also saying that I know, I know, That my body, my body, my blood. Listen to what he says. He says, then he took the cup and he gave thanks. And he said, take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom comes. He says, we're not going to now do, this is the last supper. The last Passover, the last time we're going to do it this way. This is the last time the world's going to come together with sacrifices of animals. Because I am the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Glory be to God. He says, in verse 19, he took bread, gave thanks, and he breaks it. And he says, he gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. So now he is shifting out of what we understand was the shadow, and he's presenting to them the substance. And he says, I am the substance that God prepared It is important now that we begin to understand 33 years of doing the same thing every single year. And he says, this Passover is different to every Passover. He says, this Passover, God's now going to, prepare prepared me. And now He's going to present me. The title of my sermon this morning is A Body Prepared. The power of this season is that God is helping us understand that He's broken away from the buildings... We've moved away from the buildings that we gathered in over Easter and he's now speaking to us around the body. He's trying to show us that the power is not in the building but the power is in the body. It is not in where, how many seats you have in your church because all of that doesn't matter this morning because nobody's in a building. Nobody's gathering in masses. It's not happening that way. What was God's wisdom in all of this? He's now showing us that the power was not in the number of seats that you had. It was not in the, in the, in the technology that you had. It didn't matter how the aircon worked. It didn't matter how things were in the building. It was in the body. Is there anybody with me this morning that will understand that the power is in the body? of Christ. You are showing, he says, this is my body that I'm giving to you. This is the body of Christ I'm going to put in the earth. Many people have used the body of Christ and they've used the church and said, well, I did go to church. No, no, that's not what Jesus intended. You are the body of Christ. You form part of his body. And everything that this church and this world needs to understand that there is no power in government's ideas. What the world is ignoring is the power that is in the body of Christ. The power that's in the body and from today, The world cannot ignore it anymore, and neither can the church. The church is going to have to take the body of Christ and lift it up over their homes. You're going to now begin to have to lift up the body of Christ and begin to understand it was not about your pastor. It was not about anybody else. It was all about the body of Christ, that you form part of the body of Christ. Come on, somebody, say amen this morning in this church in the mighty name of Jesus. He says to them in the Old Testament, the Old Testament is the new concealed, and the New Testament is the old revealed. So God will do things in the Old Testament, and that he will now, it's it's in the Old Testament to conceal what he wants to show in the New Testament. But when he comes to the New Testament, he then unpacks what he really was doing in the Old Testament. Are you with me today? It is in Exodus chapter twelve that he institutes this this Passover, and for many generations and all the time, starting from Moses until the time of Jesus Christ, he now begins to unpack that that this is the Passover in with the Old Testament. But then, in the New Testament, please hear me. Hebrews chapter one verse one: God, in various times and in various ways, spoke in time past to the fathers. By the prophets. He did everything through the shadows. But everything that he was doing, he was pointing, it was pointing to Jesus Christ. It was bringing the revelation of who Jesus is in the body. This was a significant week for Jesus himself and the fulfillment of the promise. But it's significant for you as a child of God to understand that it's not through bulls and goats that you are. your son is covered, but it is by knowing Jesus Christ. This is what it says. He has in these last days spoken to us by His Son. Glory be to God. Everything that God is doing now, He spoke through prophets. He spoke through pastors. He spoke through people. He wants your whole focus and His attention, your attention upon His Son because He's speaking to us through His Son. His Son cannot be ignored in the earth anymore. Anybody that does not believe in the Son perishes. Perishes. Everybody, anybody that doesn't believe in Jesus Christ and his work on the cross is going to perish. He says, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he has made the world's and who being the brightness of his glory, speaking about Jesus, and the express image of his person, and behold, upholding all things by the power of his word. He's holding up all things. I'm telling you, let the devil know that your life cannot fall to pieces because your life is being upheld by the power of God's word, by the word of his power. Your life is being held up. And when he had purged purged our sins, and when he had purged himself, when, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. That means that they were continuing and they were, through the prophets, they, they knew that the people had to bring sacrifices. It was the Passover weekend. It was the week that they had to celebrate this. And they all in Jerusalem and they are busy bringing lambs and goats. And God is saying, this Passover, I'm focusing upon my son. I am bringing my son into focus. In the midst of a plague, I'm going to let the people know that it was not about the bulls and the goats. It was about his son, Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody say amen. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 1 says, for the law having a shadow, the Old Testament, Moses representing the law. It says it it's having a shadow of the, of the good things to come and not the very image of the things can never with the same with these same sacrifices, which they offer continually year by year, make those who approach perfect. He says, even though these people were operating under the shadow and bringing in goats and bulls for the cleansing or the covering of their sins, he says it could never make them perfect. All that they did in the Old Testament, it could never make them perfect before the Lord for they for then would they not have ceased to be uh, been offered it means if it was perfect then surely once and for all if i brought my sacrifice then i was right with god i wouldn't have to do it again and again and again every single year and follow this this the ordinances of god for the worshipers once purified would have no more consciousness of sins no more consciousness of sins but in those sacrifices there is a reminder Of sins every year. Glory be to God. Oh glory be to God. Because every time when they had to come with their sacrifices. Every time they had to bring a lamb without spot and blemish. Every time they had to bring a body to the priests. They had to go and they were reminded that they were sinful. They were reminded that they had messed up. They reminded that they were not in right standing with God. He says. For it is not possible. That the blood of bulls and goats could take away sins. Let me tell you, child of God, the problem across the globe is that the wages of sin, sin has a payday. Sin has a payday. It's called death. It comes to anybody that is in sin. If you do not understand that and why uh, your your sin, the, the only thing you can be proud of is the sin. Everything, every single man is the sin we were born into and the sin that we have. And there is only one answer for that. It is found on the cross of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He says it's not possible that even the blood of bulls and goats could take away sins. Therefore, when he came into the world, oh, please hear this. He said, sacrifice in the shadow, in the type, Under the law, he says, Sacrifices and offering you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me. The body of Christ. The body, Christ means the anointed one and his anointing. It is the power of his anointing operating in our lives. It is this body that he left in the earth. This body that died on a cross, this body that was without spot and blemish, this is the one that Pilate says, I find no fault with this lamb. This is the one that John the Baptist said, behold the lamb of God who takes away, not covers your sin, but takes away the sin of the world. God gave us a body to be a part of, not a building to go to. Not a just a, a church group to belong to. He gave you a body to belong to. You are part of the body of Christ. Are you hearing me today? It's in the body that your sins are not covered. It's taken away. He says, sacrifice and offering you did not desire. He says, but God prepared a body. You have prepared for me. But a body, a body, and I want to get this into your spirit today. I want you to begin to understand it was a body prepared by God Himself. This is God speaking to Himself, he says sacrifice and offering, you capital You, you did not desire, God Himself did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me. Oh God, this is so exciting. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin, I'm coming back to the scripture. You did you had no pleasure. He says in the Old Testament, in the Old Covenant, he says in burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin, you had no pleasure. Then I said, behold, I've come. In the volume of the book, it's written of me to do your will. He came to do the Father's will. It was the Father's will that you would put the sin on him. For everyone has gone astray. For we all like sheep have gone astray. We've turned everyone to our own way. But the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Previously saying sacrifice and burnt offerings and offerings for sin you did not desire, nor did you have pleasure in them, which were offered according to the Lord. Then he said, I've come to do your will. He takes away the first to establish the second. Glory be to God. God allows things to be taken away. He's taking away certain things in the season. To establish his purpose and his plan for your life. Somebody say amen. But, that we, but by that will we have been sanctified. You are sanctified through the offering of the body. You are cleansed because of the body of Christ, of Jesus Christ. Once and for all, is there anybody hearing me? We don't have to go and do this, wait for this thing once a year to have communion, to have, to celebrate the Lord's Supper. This is not, this is not, this is, this is the, oh, I'm getting ahead of myself. And every priest stands ministering daily and offering repeatedly. He says what the priest did before, the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, his sacrifice dealt with sin forever. Glory be to God sat down at the right hand of God from that time waiting till his enemies are made his footstool. For by one offering, one offering that he made this Friday, he has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. Forever you are perfected. God doesn't see you anymore through your sin because of this day. You are forever perfected in the presence of God. He says, For by one offering he has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. But the Holy Spirit also witnesses to us, for we, for after he had said before, This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, says the Lord. I'm gonna bring them into a new covenant. I'm gonna bring them into a new fellowship of the body. I'm gonna bring them into not a church. I'm going to bring them into the body. You are part of a body of Christ. He says, I'll put my laws into their hearts, and in their minds I will write them. Then he adds, their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. Hallelujah. Now where there is remission of these, there's no longer an offering for sin. Once you've entered into this place, and when you understand the power of this Passover, that was like no other Passover, Listen to what he says. Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you've prepared for me. When you entered... <laughs> in the Old Testament, ma- men and women had to go and bring their animal. And they, they would use that animal and kill that animal. And the blood of that innocent animal would then go and make it right between a man and God. In the New Covenant... You do not bring your sacrifice. You celebrate the sacrifice that God prepared. It's called the body of Christ. Because in the new covenant, it's not a covenant, it's not a relationship between a covenant between God and man. Oh no. It's a covenant between God and God. Every single one of us, we enter into that covenant And we partake of that covenant. That's why Jesus was so excited. He says with great zeal, I desire to do this. He says, because when this one is done, when this day is done, the new, the next time we have communion, it's not going to be between me and you, and you and God. It's in between me and God, and you're going to enter in and receive what I have done for you on the cross. Is there anybody celebrating the finished work of Christ this morning? Is there anybody celebrating and giving God praise and glory? Because he said it is finished. He says, every requirement that is required on the law of the Lord to make sure that you must be right with God... I set the order straight. He said, I've set it. He didn't say, I am finished. He said, it is finished. It is finished. Every requirement that man needed to enter and have a relationship with God, Jesus says, I have completed it. It is finished. you never ever have to bring another sacrifice because you're going to live under an open heaven. This is a new day. He says, and the power is going to be found in my body. Not in a building. He says you're going to be able to can use this. My God. The death of Jesus Christ. The death of Jesus Christ. Over this Passover. His death took center stage. His body was lifted up. It was during this time... That he was crucified. That the Bible says he had, to be gone, he had to be hung outside of the gates. You understand how important that is? Is that one of the sacrifices they would bring in the Old Testament is that they would bring a goat. And this goat, they would be able to lay the, their hands on the goat's head and it would be the transfer of sin. It would be an exchange. So the sin of the man basically went on the goat and they would take the goat and put him out from the city. And the goat would be set free and let it go. That's where the word scapegoat comes from. They then used, the, the, the goat became the, the one that was sinful. In exchange so that man can be free from his sin. Jesus became your scapegoat when they took him and they buried, they they, they 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 crucified him outside of the gates of Jerusalem. He then became the scapegoat for everybody else's sin. He became your scapegoat. Everything that you have been struggling with, everything that the enemy has tried to throw on you. He who knew no sin became sin that we should be made the righteousness of God. Is there anybody going to celebrate this day and lift up the name of Jesus in your home and begin to understand the power of the cross and what it means for your home and what it means for your life it wasn't in the building child of God it's in the body of Christ it was in the body of Christ the nations are shaking deep darkness is covering the earth but we are discovering that the most powerful institution in the earth is the body of Christ it's a church of a living God he's given us the power to trample on scorpions and snakes. It's the place where death passes over when you find the blood and when you find the people in that house, on the doorpost of that house, anybody in there, death has got to pass over. You understand that viruses can't touch you. The germs cannot touch you. Why? You are disease free. You're a child that is in the body of Christ. I believe with all my heart, God's dealing with the church. God has put this in my heart so much. That the three institutions, one is marriage, one is you, and the third one is the church. He's dealing with the body of Christ. The Bible says he washes, he's washing of the church. Ephesians says, he says, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ has loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church. There's a glorious church rising up in this hour. It's sons and daughters that are not caught up with buildings but are caught caught up with the body of Christ knowing that their healing, their deliverance, their peace is in the body of Christ for by His stripes we were healed. Glory be to God. God is washing down the church where there's been shame over pastors and over the church and where people have thought that the church is insignificant. The church is rising up in this hour. It's called the body of Christ. I'm not talking about a sect. I'm talking about Catholic and Methodist and and Protestant. And every single one is beginning to understand that the power is in the body of Christ. You are part of the body of Christ. Let me say this to you. He's coming back for his body. He's coming back for those that are in the body of Christ. You know how important the body of Christ is to him? When God goes and gives Adam a wife, he puts him to sleep and takes a rib from him. And that becomes his wife. He changes that and he uses the rib because it was precious, close to the heart. It was precious. When they came to Jesus' body, glory be to God. Let me give you the scripture. John nineteen thirty-four. Let us know, but none but one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and immediately blood and water came out. The water broke, and his blood was shed for the birthing of the precious body to live in the earth. Just as Eve was precious to Adam, the church, the body of Christ, is precious to Jesus. He's washing her down. She's precious to the Lord. And I'm telling you today, hear me as a man of God. Many people are going to have to make right with the Lord because of the way they've treated his body. You've gone to church. The pastor's rubbish. We know there are many people that have violated laws before God, but there are genuine people that understand and pastors that love God, that are serving you not because they love you, but because they really love the Lord. And they're feeding sheep, like he said to Peter. Do you love me? Then feed my sheep. He didn't ask, do you love the sheep? He says, love me and feed them. There are many pastors that love the Lord and they're taking care of his business in the earth. And you're going to have to repent for the many times you've spoken against and you've violated the honor that belongs to the house of God. Because Jesus, God the Father himself, Jesus himself, is washing off his body. He's cleansing us. He's restoring the body. He's bringing comfort. He's beautifying Zion. I will comfort and beautify Zion. I believe with all of my heart As those people went and they ate of the body of that lamb in Exodus chapter 12, they walked out into a brand new dimension. They functioned in a whole new reality with God because God was taking care of his people. The body of Christ is precious to God. Listen to the scripture. The only institution that can ever deal with a virus is legally in the earth and bring an end to it is the body of Christ is the body of Christ. Isaiah 53, 4. Surely, he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we were healed. It's where? It's in the body. It's in this new way of living. It's There's no medical aid that's able to cover for you what God can do for you. There is no psychologist that can fix you and heal you the way the healer can do for you. He was excited because this is what he was saying, that the Passover was going to end, but now we're going to celebrate communion in the in the kingdom. Listen to 1 Corinthians chapter 11 as part of communion. He says, There's a reason why people are sick. There's a reason why people are weak and why people have early deaths. He says, 1 Corinthians 11 verse 29, he says, For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself. Because the only body that can save people in this earth is the body of Christ. And so when you drink in an unworthy manner or see Christ and it's just, "Mm, we have gone to church, Uh, it was a good weekend, it was an Easter weekend, it was a good holiday, you are not discerning the body of Christ properly. He says, you now then when you partake of this and you're even in the body of Christ there's a reason why many people are weak, why many people are sick. Sickness is not your portion. Weakness is not your portion. He says, for this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. For if we judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord, that we may, be con- that we may not be condemned with the world. God doesn't want you to die with the world. He doesn't want you to perish with the world. He wants you to pay attention to the power of his body and of his blood in the season. You cannot ignore the body of Christ. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up in the earth, so that God can, if if He be lifted up, He'll draw all men unto Him. Because the issue that everybody's dealing with right now, I know by the Spirit of God, and everybody's shaken because they're concerned about the sin that they have upon their lives. But I've come to tell you that no man can make right with God. He had to send His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him, should not perish, but have everlasting life. Discerning, if you, what does the word discern mean? We're not discerning the body. If you can make it out, if you can pick it out, or distinguish something, you can discern it. Can you discern the body properly this, this week weekend? Can you begin to understand that God is calling you to discern this, His operation in the earth? This is a word for recognizing and perceiving things. If you can perceive Christ in the season, if you can perceive his body, if you can discern accurately the body of Christ, discerning has to do with being able to see or hear something. In a loud room, it can be hard to discern one person's voice. That's what the enemy is trying to throw in the midst of this pandemic. He wants many voices so you don't discern. He wants many answers to come from the world, but he doesn't want you to discern the body of Christ. But it's different for you because this message has been a fight just to get it to you. Glory be to God. The power is not in the building. The power is not in the fact that you went to church. The power is not that you went and attended a Christmas and a Easter service. The power is in the blood of the Lamb. He said, I found no fault with with him. Pilate said, Even a legal court, an earthly court, could find no fault with him. Now hear me today. If you've never paid attention to the body, in times past, God spoke to his prophets, to the fathers through the prophets. But in these days, he's speaking to the whole world, how? Through his son. You are the body of Christ. And you have been born for a time such as this in the body of Christ no weakness no sickness no early deaths why because you are judging discerning accurately it's not God's desire that anybody should perish it's not God's desire everything that pertains to life and godliness is found in the body he provided you keep on ignoring the body of Christ and that's where people are perishing. That's where people are anxious. For the, the chastisement for our peace was placed upon him. He was wounded for our transgressions, your sickness, your disease, all placed upon this body. That's what Jesus was excited about. He says, You're never gonna have to go to a lamb again. You never have to pay for your sins again. You're gonna have to just receive in this new covenant. Glory be to God. Child of a living God. I bless you today. I bless your home today. The reason why we're having communion in your home is because God wants to bless your home. The blessing is coming to your house. But let me say this to anybody that does not know Jesus Christ. Please hear me. Please hear me. If you hear nothing else, this is what you need to know. The wages for your sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life how through Jesus Christ our Lord there is a body in the earth he's coming back for his body he's gonna after all is said and done and Jesus returns and he's coming back he's only coming back for those that are in the body of Christ In the body of the anointed one and his anointing. Everything that you need is found in him. He came to his own. And his own did not receive this body. But for as many as received him. To them he gave power to become children of God. God wants you part of his body. He wants you to partake of the communion which is your healing. Your wholeness. Your peace. Everything that he provided for in the earth. It's done through his body. But you cannot reject the body of Christ anymore. You cannot go and use an excuse anymore about where it is and and your life. He's calling you to the body of Christ. He can direct you from there which church to go to. But he's calling you first to be a part of his body. He's the head of his body. And he wants sons and daughters. You are restored. You are redeemed. Your life is made right when you enter into the body of Christ. You have peace with God only when you make right with Jesus Christ I'm asking you on this good Friday he had you in mind he loved the world that's why he gave his son he loved the world he loves you he loves you he loves your family I'm praying for you today that this message will touch a heart and a mind today that you begin to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior I'm asking you to make right with the Lord be at peace with him come into come home come home come home into the body The institution he put in the earth that brings victory to every single one who's in it. That which is born of God overcomes the world. You must be born again. You've got to get into the kingdom of God. You've got to form part of his body in the earth. There's a day when all of this is coming to an end and you know it. As we're feeling it right now, That jobs and cars and all that we have and things we've we've, we've grabbed a hold of as possessions mean nothing to most people right now because the world is changing forever. The thing that's being elevated in the earth and i say that respectfully the body of christ which was broken for you which was given this is my body which is given which is given and i'm asking you today to make right with the lord please listen to what it says here glory be to god he says when you are in the body of christ he says remember me. For as often as you do this, remember me. I'm speaking to two groups of people. One is that you've never known the body of Christ. And there's a group of people that once you tasted of the goodness of God, but you've walked away. And you're not a part of the body of Christ. And he says in communion, you must remember me. What is the opposite of communion? Of, of, of to remember? It means to dismember. What does it mean to dismember? The verb dismember means to sever the limbs of the, from a body. Dismember is from the Latin word dismembre, which itself means to take away. To dismember, is it also means to cut up into pieces or take apart. He, that's what they did to him. He gave a body that we could live with peace and harmony with God and with one another in the body. And there are many people that have been breaking and dismembering and breaking away from the body. And God is calling you back in the season, hear me, child of God, to come back and remember him. You do that through communion and be reminded that you are part of something far greater than the offense in in the church that you come from. He's dealing with you being part of a body that is powerful in the earth. It's the only place that can save people. The only way that you can be saved. Do you remember that they took, when, 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 he, when he was on the cross, um, because of preparation, day, they had to take the bodies down, but what they would do is, it was being crucified and becoming a curse on the cross was the was normal way of them killing people. It was to show the world that people should never live this way again. That's what they're trying to do to Jesus. And the two thieves on the cross that was with him on either side. The Bible says when they came to them, they had to break their bones so that they could die. Because what they would do on the cross is they would push up because if, 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 they, if, if, they, if, if, if they had the strength in their legs, they were still able to breathe and stay alive for as long as possible. But at the moment they broke their legs and broke their bones, everything would sink and then they would basically die of asphyxiation. But with Jesus Christ, when they came to him, the Bible says they see, he's, he said, he's, he gave up the ghost and he had passed on, and they could not break, they didn't have to break his bones. It was purposeful. It was the structure of the body of Christ that he put in place, that in the earth, you keep fighting pastors and apostles and preachers. He gave them to be a blessing in. It's his structure. It's his way of getting the body to function in the earth. You don't. If you're fighting a pastor, an apostle, a prophet, you are fighting the body itself. God has made sure That they could not even break his structure. Destroy the structure. Because we are the body of Christ. Child of God. If you've never known Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And you're not part of the body. I'm asking you today to make right to the Lord. For those that have been offended. Walking around with bitterness. And now you're struggling with weakness in your body. And you feel like you can die anytime. And you know you're not right to the Lord. He says Come remember me don't dismember the body anymore he's washing down his body he's cleansing us so that we can live with the power in this earth i pray for you right now for those that don't know jesus christ pray this after me say lord jesus i confess that i'm a sinner and i need a savior and i'm asking you today to wash me in your precious blood no longer will I sit with a consciousness of sin, but that I am cleansed in your blood. I am forever washed and perfected before you, once and for all, that I have peace with you. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I receive the sacrifice that you've made on the cross for my sin. I receive you as my Lord and as my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. For those who have been far from God, and you've been the one that's been a problem in the body of Christ. Hear me. May the conviction of the Holy Spirit come upon you. And start washing down the body as Christ is washing down his body. May you come back and come as a prodigal. Come back to your senses and come back home. God's loving arms are waiting for you. To come and make right. The Father's waiting for you to make right in the body of Christ. Will you go back and make right with the people that you feel you've offended. Or they've offended you. The unforgiveness and the bitterness make right with people in the season because it's the only way you can live with peace, walk in strength and receive God's power to overcome in this season. When you go home and make right with the Lord, as you have communion, repent where you are right now and let us allow God to come and heal us, that we are free from weakness, we are free from sickness and early deaths. It's not God's will that you anybody should perish. I'm asking you this morning, That right now God will bring healing and deliverance as we remember the Lord's body he provided he prepared a body father we thank you this morning that we can find our peace in the body of Christ that we find our insurance in the body of Christ we find Our medical aid, as you did. That none came out, they all came out strong. None were feeble. None were sickly. Everyone was loaded. You you loaded them up, my God, as they left. I pray this morning that, Father, everyone will find peace with you this morning. That our healing will flow as we partake of the body of Christ. We cancel this coronavirus. We know that death passes over our sons and the daughters. The separation is taking place. That those that are in the body of Christ will experience breakthrough upon breakthrough. Wisdom, answers, healing, deliverance in a supernatural way in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for peace, healing and deliverance upon all the sons and daughters bless your people as we partake of the body of Christ in Jesus name are you ready to receive I'm here with Pastor Z this morning and right in your home the victory and the blessing is right there I hope you are prepared I hope you have have a cracker have some bread have some juice have some water gather your family Because I feel the anointing of God in this place. I feel the power of God's glory and grace coming upon your home and upon your life in this season. I feel the anointing is gonna break yokes. I feel there's peace coming into your home just like it was on the first Passover, so it will be as in this Passover. I know that this one is significant because there is a new age. There is a new way, there's a new way of God's operating, moving forward. But it's found in this. Breaking of this bread, it's over this Passover that we're gonna see a brand new economy. God is giving word. I'll share it for on Sunday, and we will e- explain the power of what the season means for you. God's put prophetic word in my spirit. Something that you need to understand, and we'll share on that. But as you got as as we partake of this, you need to remember that this He says, "This is my body, which is given to you. This is my body, which is given to you." He says, for I received from the Lord Jesus, from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it. He broke it. Everything that you need for healing was put in his body. By his stripes you will yield. Every generational curse, iniquitous patterns of your families and your home, the generational curses. He says, he died for your iniquity. What is, uh, he, he was bruised. He was bruised. What is bruising? It's an internal bleeding. Internal issues in your home. There's victory for you, child of God. It's found where? In his body. Peace of mind. The blood that came from his head. The crown of thorns. So that you don't ever have to live under a curse anymore. Thorns and thistles. Sweat. It's done. It's done, where it's done in the body. The grace of God, the peace of God. the nails in His hands. Is that whatever you put your hands to now, it will prosper because it's in the body. The nails in your feet in his feet. what is it for? So you can walk in a new path of righteousness with God. The, the sword in his side, piercing his side. That's his church. That's his bride. That's special to the Lord. Don't mess with that anymore. It's the Lord's body. Glory be to God. The blood was shed for you and I. That there is nothing that the enemy can put upon you that can stick. Nothing that this world can lay upon us that, we, that God has not delivered us from already made a way for us. It's time for you to walk in the peace. The chastisement for our peace was placed upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. I'm asking you this morning, won't you partake in faith and receive the Lord's body? This is the new covenant, he says. Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this now in remembrance of me. Receive. Mmm. Mmm. Emotional healing from every trauma, from every fear. It's broken in the body. It's broken in the body. Glory be to God. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, a new covenant. You're a new creation. You're a child born of the Spirit. You are now not in covenant. It's not between you and God. This covenant is between God and God. You, you and I just entered in and we're receiving from the body all that the body has provided for us. Glory be to God. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. No more dismembering the body. Come on, it's time for you to know that God is healing his body. He's healing you. He's restoring his body in the earth. For a body he has prepared. For as often as you drink this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. He is coming back. Receive. Father, we thank you this morning for the victory that is found in the precious blood of Jesus. The victory that we've been given being found in the body of Christ. Christ. Father, I thank you for the peace, our peace, the chastisement for our peace was placed upon this body. By his stripes we were healed. He was bruised for our iniquities. We thank you for the victory in every home today, my God, that your anointing, your grace and your favor will touch every heart and every mind. This house This time, this season, this Passover is a house blessing. It is a blessing for every home, my God, every child, every mother, every boy, every girl, every man, every grandmother, every grandfather. I thank you, my God, today that there's healing, there is deliverance, there is breakthrough, there is answers, there is a blessing that God has blessed and no man can curse. That, Father, that as we walk in this victory, Lord, everyone is coming out of the season brand new, my God, because We are covered under the blood of Jesus. Now death passes over. Now victory is found in every home. That there is a rejoicing and a song in every home, my God. We are celebrating because we've been separated from the world, my God. We are in this world, but we're not of this world. Your grace is sufficient for us. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you that we're in covenant with you, not because of what we've done, but because of what Jesus has done on the cross. We enter into this covenant from today, and we receive all the benefits of this covenant. And for that, we give you all the praise and all the glory. Let there be unity in every home. Let the peace of God rule and reign in every home. Let every child be healed, every mother be healed. Let every anxious thought be lifted. Let every fear be broken. Oh God, let there be peace of mind, stability in everyone's emotions. Bless your sons and daughters from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. As we're praying for you, we are busy in the ministry doing so many things and I want to just take this moment. Please hear me today. It is important that in this word, in this impartation, that you sow seed into the ministry. Take the time to get online. We are busy every single day. There are many needs, cares, prayers, connections with people, teams on the ground working to make sure we can meet the need of the people. We're going to a new level of supplying need for people and you need to understand that the ministry has been so busy. And I'm asking you, if God's laid on your heart that you would sow a seed in the season, that you would sow your very best. Get online, sow into the ministry like you would. Because remember, it's not about the building, it's about the body. And the body of Christ is working in the season. Help wash it through your finances. Help wash it that we can do what we need to do. Help us because things must still be paid. Things must still be done. There's still staff that must be taken care of. And the people on the ground that we're having to meet needs, they are so huge but I know that you're going to be a blessing to the body of Christ. A rich man asked for Jesus' body and he bought a tomb and he buried Jesus in there. It needed resources to take care of the body. Are you hearing me today? For all that we're doing in the earth, if we are being a blessing to you and touching someone's life. You be a blessing and be like that. The man who took Jesus' body, asked for it and wrapped it and bought a tomb, and put in a brand new tomb for the sake of the body of Christ. I bless you. I bless your giving. Father, bless your people in their giving. Bless them as they sow seed into this ministry. Bless them as we now reach out to more people. Bless them, my God, in their seed. Bless them in their giving. Thank you, Lord God, that the seed will speak for their future. We give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. God bless you. We love you. Please share this to your timeline. Share it with as many people because somebody needs to get the true meaning of what it means to be in the body of Christ. We love you. God bless you.